Hello, welcome, Ed Show 144. Now, I'm Matt McSpirit, Technical Evangelist for All Things Data Center. Thank you for joining us. We have got an amazing lineup today, some great news that I'll go through in a minute, but also a great interview focused on Virtual Machine Manager and what's coming in Update Rollup 6. So if you're using VMM, you really can't afford to miss that because there's some cool stuff that we're going to announce as part of the Ed Show. Now, in terms of news, I want you to think back to October of last year, so October 2014. We made some announcements on the blogs around work that we're engineering within the next release of Windows Server specifically for supporting containers. Now, containers, if you're not familiar, a lightweight, very portable abstraction, a way to package and deploy applications, a real innovation for developers, real speed at which they can deploy applications out now to different environments. But traditionally, containers have been very much focused in the Linux camp. Now, with the announcements we made back in October, we're making some real headway into delivering Windows Server containers. So great for Windows, .NET, and Microsoft developers to take advantage of that packaging mechanism. We also announced back in October the work we were doing with Docker to, in the next release of Windows Server, really enhance container deployment, management, and so on. Fast forward to now, April 2015, and we've reinforced those announcements with some additional information that I think you're going to find very valuable. So if you think about what we're doing within Windows Server containers, if I scroll down here, Firstly, Windows Server containers built into the OS, enabling you to deploy, package, run, build applications with a very much a write once and deploy anywhere mentality. Fantastically powerful for developers, really powerful for IT pros to provide a standardized Microsoft Windows-based platform in order to run those containers. And containers can run on physical servers running Windows. They can run inside virtual machines running Windows. But the key thing is they're flexible, portable, and really enable an agile development for developers. So if you're an IT pro and you're supporting developers within your environment, containers are something to really have in your back pocket as a new mechanism to enable them to develop applications quicker. And don't forget, they coincide and sit nicely with your existing VMs and physical deployments you make. But you'll notice from the graphic that there's a new type of deployment of container that we hadn't announced prior to today. What we've got here on this particular graphic is a Windows Server container in the middle. But if I zoom in a bit more, you'll see there's a different type of container, a Hyper-V container. So for enterprises and service providers who need that extra level of, of isolation and security around the container, we're utilizing the power of Hyper-V technology to isolate and secure those containers while still maintaining that rich management, that central pane of management through PowerShell and through the UI tools. You'll also notice on the graphic the continued work with Docker. So utilizing Docker in, in, in addition to PowerShell in order to manage that environment. So you'll notice the Docker client, the Docker engine sitting above both of those types of containers. So the key takeaway here, Windows Server containers built in, Hyper-V containers adding extra isolation and security for key scenarios, all managed centrally through PowerShell or through tools like the Docker client and Docker engine. Now, I said that containers run in Windows Server. What kind of Windows Server? Just a regular UI-based Windows Server, Server Core, or maybe a new type of deployment method for Windows Server, specifically Nano Server. So if I scroll down here, you'll see that we've introduced or will be introducing with the next release of Windows Server a new deployment model known as Nano Server. And I'll provide all the links to these different blog posts in the comments section and under the video, but you'll see the key things around Nano Server teeny tiny lightweight footprint of an OS, just the minimal bits needed to get going for Windows. So you're really enabling a low footprint, lower attack surface, reduced patching, and you'll see some of the stats 
there. 93% lower virtual disk size, 92% fewer critical bulletins, 80% fewer reboots. And not only could this be a fantastic host for container operating systems to run, it's cloud optimized, it's container optimized, but in addition, it's a great Hyper-V host, it's a great file server host, it's a great Windows OS for the next generation of applications. So nano server, containers, Huge news in the industry, and the blogosphere and Twitter sphere went crazy when we announced this. And you'll learn more about both of these technologies at Ignite. So if you're watching this after Ignite, make sure you check some of the on-demand sessions from Ignite, because I'm sure you'll find them very, very valuable. Now, that's the end of the news. I want to bring you on to the interview. The interview with Johnny B. Ford from the VMM team, who's going to take you through UR6, Update Rollup 6 for Virtual Machine Manager and some incredible innovation that's bringing, particularly if you're using VMM, Azure, and service templates. So make sure you check it out. Hello, welcome. So here we are with Johnny B. Ford, Senior Program Manager in the VMM team, who's going to tell us all about what's coming in Update Release 6 for Virtual Machine Manager. But before we delve into the detail, we want to know what, what is an update release? What is the big thing about URs now? Well, tell us all about that. Sure. So uh, update rollups uh, collect a set of fixes and now features. Uh, so you don't need to install one through five to get six. You just need to begin with six. It has all the things before it. And beginning in update rollup five, uh, we realized that we needed to ship features in addition to stabilizing fixes and mm -hmm. general fixes that we do at a faster cadence than once a year. And so in Update Rollup 5, we first shipped you know, the Azure Site Recovery work, the SAN DR work, and the turning off the diff, diff, diff disk feature. Mm -hmm. um, and now in UR6, we're continuing that, where we're going to continue to ship more features and functionality. Okay, so an Update Rollup or Update Release, depending on your terminology, I'll use <laughs> Update Rollup from now on. Update rollups are really, if we think about going back to update rollup one, two, three, and four, we don't need to install each of them in order. Correct. That's good. But also, do they just come down through Windows Update or they are they do. like hot fixes? Do I have to request them? Yeah, so they, they come down through Windows Update. You can just check and, and get them there. If you, for some reason, want to download them, you know, if you have a disconnected machine or something like that, you can download them okay. as well. Okay, so and with Update Rollup 5, there was some new stuff in VMM right. for Azure Site Recovery, appears in the UI and right. under the covers stuff as well. Right. And also for the SAN replication, which right. linked in with Azure Site Recovery as well, right. which is cool stuff. So patches, fixes, and new features coming right. in. Now, is it a Windows Server thing as well, or is it mainly just System Center that has these update rollups? So it's, we come out on a System Center cadence. So right. System Center all together comes out at the same time with a rollup for each component. So you'll right. see when VMM comes out, you know, service manager will come out, ops manager will come out. Not every product will have an update rollup each tick of the cadence, mm -hmm. but if they have one, it will all come together. Okay, excellent. So the question that's on everybody's <laughs> lips and mine, what is in Update Rollup 6? Tell us all about it. Sure. So we have a, a bunch of things in Update Rollup 6, but one of the really exciting things we have is the uh, view for Azure VMs inside of VMM. So Azure IaaS VMs. Correct. Okay. Uh, so it's a very lightweight way where you know we have customers we know who um, are just experimenting with Azure or are sort of very fully in Azure but still have some on-prem assets. Um, and it's difficult to see all of those things in one spot. And we didn't want to have you know a bunch of other things that you needed to install to do that. So we have a way inside of VMM now where you can just see them all in one spot. Nice. And I guess you're going to show us a demo? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so let's take a look at it in action, and I'll ask you some more questions as we go. So Sounds what, good. what do we got here? So this is the VMM console. Um, and you can see that we have you know a single host here. 
on-premises. On-premise. Yep. Uh, so this is, and it's got some of its own VMs that are on there. And you see now that there's this new Azure subscription uh, section here. So how did that get there? So that got here by, uh, we went through this adding subscription wizard. Okay. Uh, so you'll notice here, um, you know, we just type in a display name that we want, however anything, we want it to display. Yep. Anything you want like, it to be. Like, you know, my Azure, oh, Azure Cloud. And then you put in your subscription ID, which mm -hmm. you can find in Azure. You add your certificate. The certificate also needs to be installed on the same machine where the console is so that you can browse to it. Yep. But it's pretty simple. There will be instructions in the show notes, I think. Yep. Um, and then when you hit OK, it will do under the covers all the connection and refresh in um, all of your VMs. So to get that button in the UI, if you cancel out of yes. there and have a look, I just literally just needed to install the update roller. Right, six, right, just came it, free. And then it appears. Right. Excellent. Okay, so that's <laughs> fairly straightforward. So does it refresh instantly? I mean, will I see my VMs with no pause? It'll, it'll take a couple minutes. Okay. So, um, you know, maybe go grab a cup of coffee while it's doing all the handshake under, under the covers, and mm -hmm. then once they're there, you'll be able to see them. So and if we look at Contoso Azure now, what have we got in there? So now you can see we've got a full set of VMs here. Um, there are some that are, you know, you can see that they're stopped. You can see that they're running. Um, they are all available. Um, and then the interesting thing is, is you can't, it's not that you just can see them, you can actually mm -hmm. do actions on them as well. Okay. So if you right click on them, you'll see your standard VMM menu where you can see stop, start, shut down, restart. Uh, you can connect via RDP, which is pretty simple. Always takes a few moments. So while that's connecting, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really simplifying the process. I don't have to do anything special. I can just right-click right the VM and off I go, and then I've got my, I enter my, creded, my credentials. And just like that, we're, we're initiating the connection. So really right. centralizing, rather than having to go to the Azure portal, if you've got a handful, even if you've got quite a few VMs, it's, it's relatively straightforward, and that connected a yep. lot quicker than I expected it to. <laughs> one thing I wanted to, to, to ask around, there was a few features there, so there right. was start, stop, right. uh, restart, so real kind of day-to-day -day operational, but right. did, I, did I have to create those VMs in Azure first, or could I do that from VMM as well? Right, so you would have to create them in Azure first. Today, okay. there isn't a way to, to create from VMM. Okay. Um, but if that's something that people are interested in, we're very interested in hearing feedback on where it is people want additional functionality. And we okay. actually have a site called uh, User Voice, where um, you can go and you can just enter, you know, you'll notice there's this little box here where it says, I suggest you, right through there. And then you can type in what you would like to see for it. And then other people can come and vote on it. So okay. if you put it in and a bunch of people vote on it, it will bubble up to the list. We're very committed to looking at this. We bring it up in our program management meeting uh, pretty much weekly uh -huh. um, and talk about, you know, how we're going to get these bits in. Okay, cool. So that's a good overview of what's in UR6, at least from a, an Azure management perspective, right. and managing some of those ISVMs. And now you also know how to request features. So if there's really, you know, if you want your face on a button or <laughs> something random, you can request. Maybe it won't get them any votes, maybe it will. Who knows? But that's the way to, to really ask the question about the product. I would like it to do this. In my environment, we really have trouble with that in VMM. I would like to change it in this way. But that's one key feature in UR6, and you mentioned there were a few earlier right. on. So. What are some of the other big ones that, that people who are using VMM should know about? Right. Well, it's actually interesting that we're on the user voice page, because if I scroll down here, 
um, you will see that uh, here with 59 votes, there's generation two VM support for service templates. So this is something that we've seen people request. Uh, it's not just through this channel, we've heard it other places as well. So what's a service template for people? So a service template is a way where you can define a multi-tiered service application inside of VMM, um, and you have VM templates that you pull into it, and then you can expand it, you can scale out if you need to, you can scale in according to demand, and you can repeatedly deploy the same service okay. in multiple locations. So a real-world example of that might be something like SharePoint, where there's right. a web tier, a yes. database tier, uh, an app tier. Yep. Each of those could be powered by one or more virtual machines. Correct. Each has its own respective template, the one with yep. SQL inside, the one with the SharePoint bits. Yep. Okay, so you could model that in a service template. Right. Right. And uh, one of the things that people have asked us is, we had uh, virtual machine template support for Gen 2 VMs in 2012 R2, but we've right. asked, we've had people ask to continue to expand that to service templates and up through WAP. Okay. Um, and Gen 2 VMs, as your listeners may know, um, you know, people want to use them because they get the secure boot feature, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. They have a kind of faster load time, a faster OS install. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes use up less host resources because they don't have all those emulated drivers that yep. most people don't use anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we did in, in UR6 is you can uh, add a Gen 2 VM template to a service template now, right. which is okay. awesome. Yep. And up through WAP, if you designate a cloud as Gen 2 capable, right. then your users can deploy VMs on that cloud okay, with so Gen 2. Will that need the corresponding update rollup of WAP for that to function will. as well? It will. Okay, yes. so like we said, there's multiple update rollups coming for different system center components right. and Azure Pack. So when the two align, that feature and functionality will be unlocked. Right. And in general, we would suggest, you know, as you use sort of multiple uh, system center components, if a UR5 comes out for one, flight it across to all of them because mm -hmm. there may be things where integration points are expecting changes on both. Okay, cool. Um, so, so that's Gen 2 VMs yep. and that's Surface 3 WAP and Service Templates. So what else have we got in the in the pot now for UR6? It seems like right. it's, there's a lot of cool stuff already. <laughs> what else is in there? Right. Well, um, one of the things we've had a lot of hosters ask us is in the chargeback capability up through WAP, um, they really wanted to see vNIC throughput okay. because this is a way that a lot of hosters use for charging mechanisms. So virtual network adapter throughput. Correct. Okay. Um, and so we didn't have that in the past, and that's something that we've now added all the way through the stack. So again, it exists you know, in VMM, and mm -hmm. it's lit up end-to-end. -end. Okay. So, so a service available. provider could map a, a, a chargeback model around that right. usage from a, a tenant. Right. Okay, great. And then sort of the final thing we have is um, for many people, if they're using Hyper-V Replica, um, we previously haven't allowed you to overcommit a cloud or host group, uh, with the idea being that if you're using Hyper-V Replica, it may be a backup situation, and maybe you need for everything to turn on at the mm -hmm. same time. Um, and what we got feedback on was that that wasn't really the way people were expecting, that they appreciated that we saved that amount of space, but that they could tell that there were certain VMs that they wouldn't need to start immediately. Mm -hmm. And so we've now allowed for the ability where you can overcommit uh, clouds and uh, hosts for Hyper-V Replica. All right, yes. so giving people a bit more flexibility, right. certainly in those in those disaster recovery. So, right. so that's pretty much the big things in yes. UR6, apart from the fixes. Right, lots of, lots of fi fixes and, and additional robustness and all the goodness that we generally try to pack into UR6. Okay, so the next big question is, when can I get UR6? Right. Give us an idea roughly of when. when so it'll be about the end of April. Okay. Um, so we typically come out on, on the last Tuesday, every quarter, um, so April 28th is okay. the correct date. It's the date. There you go. Yeah. You heard it here first. And there'll be links to that and other resources in the comments on the page. But obviously, you'll be able to check the System Center blog as well for more news about that particular update rollup. But 
I think that's that's everything on Update Rollup 6. Nothing else to cover, so hopefully you found that useful. Thanks, Jonaby, for your Thanks. time and joining us today, and please join us on another Edge show in the future. Thanks.